It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked about on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United at the GM Foxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast, an association with Lucky Star Gin, and as always, I'm your host, Mike. With me today, we have Sarah and Johnny, and we will be covering the loss away to Bradford this time. We've mixed it up a little bit. It's exciting. It's not just another loss. It's away to Bradford. Um, we're going to then look forward to the visit of Colchester and Ali Smith coming to pile on some more pressure. I did message him and ask if there's any chance of a couple of penalties or own goals. He has not yet responded, so um, we will see where that goes. Um, engagement is always important. Please like, share, give uh, retweets and all the rest of it, comments. Um, it really is appreciated. Thank you very much to everyone who does it, as always. Um, <laughs> amazingly, I, I don't know how I've managed to work my plan of this way. I'm normally, I normally spread things out, but both of you were on together only a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, so how have you been? We'll start with you, Johnny. How are you? Yeah, I think everyone else has just stopped bothering with the away games, haven't they? I think we're the only two left. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, all good football aside. I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I've accepted it at this point. I'm just like, mm, okay, mm, with life. So <laughs> I think yeah, it's, so it's the stages of um, the stages of grief, isn't it? And I'm, I'm at the end of that cycle now. Yeah. So you've 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 answered one of the questions for later. You've moved from uh, belief 
from all the way past hope to now ex expectation. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Sarah, how are you and where are you on the, on the grief scale? I have to apologise. I think my signal's pretty bad. I hardly heard anything that you said so far. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I know what you're asking me. <laughs> um, I'm moving out of denial and into acceptance. Actually, I've skipped a few oh, okay. stages. I know. I went through I went through the anger stage um, quite in quite a short and intense burst after the Wrexham game. So, <laughs> moving towards Fair acceptance enough. now. Fair enough. Okay, so <laughs> that's good. Um, news to be honest i didn't actually pick anything up there's no ladies game today the next ladies match is next sunday and i believe it's at gander green lane but let's not take my word for that um, we will find out for definite um i was speaking to lucy this week so we'll find out for absolute definite but i believe it's sunday at gander green lane um jolly i know you went to see them last week um how was that i mean was that was that a tick for you or was it just because they were no, I've been to Fisher a few times. I, I live really local, um, so I just thought I'd, I'll pop down. It's it's twenty minutes door to door, um, and yeah, check out. I, I keep saying I'll go and see them play on one of the games closer to me. I'm really bad at it. Gets around to Sunday and I've got stuff to do, and I'm well, I've been at some northern away day, and I'm like out of bed till midday. Um, but yeah, I had no excuses this time. So I thought I'll get down and watch new manager. Um, they look good. Um, they look pretty solid yeah. um, against a good side as well. Um, so yeah, lots of positive things for the future, I think, and it's yeah, exciting time. Yeah, yeah. The the assistant manager it was his first game, and he tweeted something about it, and I looked and thought, I know this. Guy. Why do I know this guy? And I saw I'd I've been following him, and I was like, I have no idea why I'm following him. And it was something that he'd said about women's football about two years ago, um, when he was first doing his badges, and he kind of takes um. All, all, all women's family products with him to matches and he was like this is just a, such a simple thing and he just brings it along and I'm like yeah you're going to get a follow now mate because that, that is an obvious it's one of those mm. obvious things that when it's said you're like oh yeah why, why didn't that happen by all coaches um, and I was like oh that's so nice he's now with Sutton United as well so he's our assistant manager as well so um, that would be really good and yeah hopefully things will stabilise for them and I will find out a bit more on monday tomorrow um and it gets released on wednesday alongside the chat i'm having with steve as well so it'll be a meet the managers chat um which could be could be a long one if they're both talkative or it could be a very very brief one if they're not so <laughs> we'll find out um but all being well that should be out on wednesday um so did you guys have any look at the team lineup beforehand when it was released about court pass two and saw that Eastie was in the team and then Harry Smith was captain? <laughs> Did that cause any conversation? Yeah, um, we, we, we noticed the first thing we noticed on the group chat and then very quickly unnoticed it again, I guess, and it was corrected. I mean, we, we actually, or I actually thought, um, it's because he's he's got such a reputation with the refs now, um, Harry, that mm -hmm. if, he, if he's the captain, he can get away with them all. Then I thought that Eastie's exactly the same, so uh, yeah. it couldn't have been that. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. There was one comment someone said is, um, well, I mean, we know it didn't happen anyway. But one person said, "Well, Eastie's captain, whether he's got the armband or not." So maybe it was, as Johnny said, a chance for someone else to have some responsibility. But in general, Sarah, what, what did you think about the, the lineup? Um, he, he does like to change things. I think I only got eight on my thing. Um, but um, what did you think about the lineup? Yeah, I don't bother guessing anymore. It was easier with Matt, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I kind of like how things are changing. I mean, I'd liked it at first, how he's changing things about because he's trying to get to know the squad and who works best where. And also there's, um, there's an element of are you kind of making looking at who we're playing and, and making changes to kind of, um, you know, suit what we need to do against that particular opponent. Um, also, I, I, I think there's kind of an element of we got a reputation for being very predictable. Mm-hmm. And if we're changing our completely changing our team lineup from one week to the next, it kind of might throw a few people. So yeah. that's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I mean, there's a balance to be struck there, isn't there? I quite like to settle, sort of settle down a little bit and uh, have have sort of work on some of the um, like partnerships and you know capitalize on what does go well, I suppose. So it'd be nice to see yeah. a little bit more settled. But then yeah, well, the thing about Harry Smith, um, someone was saying, um, I can't remember who it was, and I, I completely agree with them, that it could be a good thing for him to be captain because giving him a little bit of responsibility might kind of, it, it seems to give him like a bit more of a sort of drive in a way that's he's really conscious of that and he's not going to get himself into trouble because he's not he's not the sort of player who goes seeking trouble but he's the sort of people he's a sort of person who is expected to get into trouble mainly because of his physique mm. i suppose so i think that's probably good for him at the same time i was amusing on that and then it didn't happen no exa- exactly <laughs> so, so oh correction <laughs> we just wanted to give something to talk about um i mean one of the questions that someone suggested i put to steve which i was like I can answer that. There's only one kind of answer he can give to that, really, is um, does he know his best 11 yet? Um, and his answer is going to be along the lines of yes. Um, and it will depend on, like we said, f- um, who we're playing, what the conditions are like, who's available, who's had good training. Um, but his answer would be yes. Uh, so I'm not going to answer those kind of questions. Um, but it is interesting to kind of go, Johnny, with the settled sort of core eight, nine players, or mixing it up a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm not sure there's any right way or wrong way. I mean, what's your thoughts on on that? Yeah, I think there are certain players that I'd like to see play every week. Um, I really like Charlie Lakin. I think he's lively, um, got a lot of energy in midfield. I think he's he's technically a very good player as well. So I like to see Charlie play. I actually think Sam Hart probably deserves a run of games. Um, He's been doing quite well recently. like to see him have more of a chance. I mean, the, the, him and Nino are players that you can probably rotate a little bit easier, um, mm-hmm. so, especially if we're going with um, a, a five at the back. The, the wing back role is a lot of running in there. Um, I think Nino is he's a good player. He, at Wrexham, um, he looked knackered when they got their second goal, and I thought that's probably when you want a seventy minutes. Yeah. Maybe you want your your fullback coming off the bench. Um, I think Smith's got to be starting every game. So you, you'll start to see a core of the team. The centre back seems to be pretty settled. Mm-hmm. got that core and then maybe a little bit more rotation um, in the positions where there's more more running involved I guess um, and hopefully we see a bit more Jude McKenna um, <laughs> yeah he's just, maybe he's a bit more whatever it is but he's he comes on he's just so technically a level above the rest of the league yeah. really. um, it's not it's not actually quite happened for him yet in terms of goals and assists but I mean given the, the game time I'm sure it will I love his quick feet, don't you? He's, he's, yeah. His quick little moves, and, and he's he's got such pace on him. But he's maybe one of those players that you can't necessarily keep up with that for ninety minutes. So mm. I, I think he works very well as an impact sub. But it's, you've got to pick the right moment for that. I think. Absolutely. 
Um, I mean, heading into the game, some <laughs> very optimistic people were pointing out this is our first chance of of, of a double. Um, well, not our first chance because um, sure there's been other teams, but it was a chance of a double, um, double victory. How, how hopeful were you guys heading up? <laughs> More hopeful than I should have been, probably. <laughs> That's me, though. I'm ever the optimist. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I think it's because of the way we played on Tuesday. It's given me some hope, mm-hmm. even though we lost, you know. We, um, but it, it given me some hope. And I and I thought, actually, you know, we do we do have a chance to do this. And, you know, I'm not going to jump ahead or anything, but Bradford weren't playing that well. And we could have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. did feel I did feel like this was something he could do, so I was quite hopeful. Johnny, how are you feeling? Yeah, kind of the same. Um, like, I mean, I'm I'm naturally a pessimist. I always think the worst is going to happen, just because if it does, then I'm less sort of shocked by it, less disappointed <laughs> by it. I'm, I'm like mentally ready, but um, I mean. It, I'm kind of naturally thinking there's a chance I wouldn't be travelling to these games and going to these places. And maybe if things do get really bad, then I'm thinking actually Harrogate in April now. I can't be asked, but I'm still I'm still going at this point. I'm still there's part of me is hoping, and and we are playing quite well. That's the thing. We're not getting battered four nil. No, we do actually look like a good team, which actually makes it more annoying. <laughs> we you, you, you kind of there is a bit of the sense of the inevitable though. Like we we're the better team, we're having chances. Um, we missed the there was a chance on something like 52 minutes, um, where the, the corner gets scrambled away and Lake and puts a rebound over. And I turned around at that point and went, Never to be, you know, within a few minutes, they'll go 1 0 up, sure enough. It's just that, yeah, that, yeah. that frustrating thing. And I, once we get over that, and we it's almost like a mental block, certainly I'm stuck under that mental block. I just I didn't even get excited at our chances, you're just thinking, okay, they're not going to go in. And once we get past that, then yeah, you never know. Um, this no, uh, I mean, on, on the travelling, I know, I know um, this doesn't. This probably that definitely doesn't apply to you too. Because um, I spoke to someone last week who was like, "Oh, I did promise myself at the start of the season I'm going to do every away game, and I'm feeling like I really don't want to." And I was like, "Okay, I, obviously, I'm, I'm talking from my point of view where I don't go to any of them." But it's like, no, if you've promised yourself to set yourself that target and you're this close, you kind of got to do it. It doesn't matter about the football. It's the, it's it's that that achievement and i know it's not an achievement for you guys because i think for like donkeys um but yeah you kind of got to keep going especially if you're if that's something you've set yourself the football can't interfere with your own um hopes yeah um, i, I kind of get the people that have been yeah i mean it, there, there was um someone i won't name him but morgan who uh, at the end of the game he goes i need a mental health break from this he's <laughs> missing the game for the next two weeks just because it is so like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, it, it, it does grind you down. Um, and I'm, I'm starting. I've got to say, though, it kind of annoyed me a bit at the Wrexham game where suddenly everyone has turned up for that one game mm. and the ground was packed. And it's like, really? Yeah, I mean, that, that was always going to happen. I mean, my, my, my only criticism on that is when they were doing various different promotions and stuff beforehand. Um, they knew this game was going to be a big game, but on all their things was, oh, ticket to any game except Wrexham. I was like, don't do that. Just put some exclusions or or, <laughs> or just something that you don't have to big up to say how great Wrexham are. Um, but yeah, that was always going to be the case that they had, they had a, a whole load of extras coming to that. Um, but in the first half, when I mean, you mentioned Charlie, he did have, 
a difficult few minutes um, where it just, for whatever reason, and I suspect I can guess what the reason is, uh, for whatever reason, it, it just wasn't sticking to him or the ball was just going away from him. Uh, but he seemed to get over that. So, I mean, were you kind of, did you notice it at the time and think, oh, God, we're in big trouble now when I sent the midfields having them there? Um, so, uh, Johnny, what, what did you sort of think at that point? I was probably arguing with the steward. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my talking. That is one of my talking points. Don't you worry. <laughs> no, I mean, um, there was one where um, I think defensively he completely switched off and they got him down the side. And I think it was Cook actually should have scored. And you're thinking, God, like if we give a chance away like that, and nine times out of ten this season they've put that chance away the opposition, and you think. That's that's it now. Um, it must have only been a few minutes. You know, I mean, everyone has spells and, and and tough, yeah, a tough couple of minutes. And yeah, he he was for the rest of the game probably our liveliest player. Um, got about without um, doing too much, <laughs> and we didn't score. But um, he 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 does he does look like a oh, he's a, he's a he's a breath of fresh air really to the team. We we haven't had that. Um, drive really from midfield. I mean, Eastie is solid and he, he does a job. He'll, mm. he'll break up play and, and start the counter. But I think Lakin is the one that will really drive that counter forward, if you like. Um, he's the energy mm-hmm. in midfield. We haven't really had that this season. He, he's a similar player to Ali Smith. Um, yeah. I think. Um, without yeah. The, the... I say without the goals, he did score on Tuesday night, to be fair. But um, it, hopefully that will, that will come as, as part of his game. Um, so he's... He's a quality player, um, and yeah, hopefully see a bit more of him going forward. Yeah, I think he redeemed right. himself, didn't he? And he wasn't the yeah. only one who made a bit of a cock up. <clears throat> no, I mean, it, 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 I think it's possibly because the levels he had set, and as you said, since he's come in, he's been a breath of fresh air, as Johnny said, and then all of a sudden it just wasn't sticking. And um, I'm gonna, I was going to come on to you, Sarah, with did the pitch look in real life? as bad as it looked on those pictures it was dreadful it was absolutely dreadful honestly I don't know how it got so bad so I mean a few years ago we 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 were given an instruction quite clearly that football must be played on grass and we had to pick up a magic carpet how much grass was on that pitch about three (laughs) I mean it just looked like... And no offence to Bradford or anything, but it, it wasn't great. Well, it's a little offence to Bradford. I mean, they're, they're, they're a big club. And they, they, they have yeah, yeah. 17,000 average game. Surely they've I, got some pennies to spend on grass. I don't think anyone else plays there, do they, as well? They don't have like no. a women's team there or anything. I mean, it's just... Uh, <laughs> if the game had gone on for another 20 minutes with the rain that was falling, it could have got called off. I mean, it, the, the side of the pitch, the, the wings were awful by the end. I mean, yeah. the ball was barely moving. It was like... I mean, it didn't look great at the start, but with the rain that came down in the second half, it was terrible. There were gouges out of that pitch, weren't there? Mm. Just every every tackle was always a trench. Well, they... they <laughs> I mean, footballers, it doesn't really matter what level they're at. If you show them a bit of mud and a ball, they are going to start sliding all over the place because they're like little children at, at, at any age. And there was a moment where someone slid and it was a good long slide that you could see where they've slid. And I was like, if this gets slightly physical in the next sort of little bit, you could start seeing these tackles going quite quite heavy on people. Um, I mean, it's, it is the same for both teams. As I said in my little video, obviously it's not whinging that oh the pitch is awful we play with a ball in the air most of the time anyway so it doesn't really affect us that much um but 
they've got to be more used to it than other teams. Same as our Magic Carpet, I guess, because we were more used to the, 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 the good pitch than other players. Um, but did you think it kind of affected our players at all? I mean, there must be heavy running in it as well. Um, well, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, no. I, I mean, our, our pitch isn't great either, to be honest. Um, every every home pitch, it, the team's going to be slightly more used to it. I mean, that's why I never really got the criticism on the three G pitch. You think if you're used to, I mean, the worst one was always Eastley. It was like you know tribute to the song. You, you go there in January, and it was you know, they're they're going to be used to that as much as probably more than we were used to a, a you know a laser flat pitch. You've got no excuses for not being able to play on a laser flat three G pitch. I think I was ranting on about this on the train home. Some Chester fan who was stuck with me. Um, I've never really understood it, um, but at the same time, it is what it is. Like it, it wasn't. We say it was terrible. I mean, by League Two standards, if you think back ten years ago to when we were Conference South and below, we played on a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, no, true, so, true. Yeah, Walsall's was pretty sticky as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but then Walsall's always. It, we always seem to, seem to go to Walsall quite late in the season when they've got just a big and a bat ring. Um, right, but in the first half, I mean, we had we had some chances, uh, as did they. Um, Dino, one of the points later on, Dino, Dino made some good crucial saves. Um, seems to have kind of got on over his little little blip. I don't know what his distribution was like. I mean, um, but he, he seemed to be kind of back okay again. Um, and Lee stepped up to take a free kick last, I think it was in added time, I think it might have been. Um, were you a little bit hopeful that we could we've hung on for the half and we could just nick it here and it would be nice that lee scored it after the penalty debacle last year think, you know what some players will go on against their old clubs and they'll always score lee angle is not one of those players right i don't think he should be allowed to play against Bradford. <laughs> i mean looking at his career, yeah looking at his career he'd never be able to play again i don't think because the list of his old clubs <laughs> is quite lengthy to be honest <laughs> um johnny what, what did you think um you hoping that we're going to come in there? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a good free kick. I think the one you're talking about is yeah, he was he wasn't far away. I mean, to be honest, we probably had the better of the first half. I what what I remember from the first half is they added on three minutes and ended up playing closer to five, I think, or five or six. Again, right? And, and they had a free kick right at the end of that, and I was thinking, oh god, here we go. Like this, of all the typical Sutton times to concede, that that would be one like a free kick in the six mm. minute three added minutes so i was actually quite happy to get in level um in the end but yeah the, i thought again shaded the first half um probably had the better of the game until they scored and then after that um just never really looked like we were going to get yeah. back into it yeah, yeah on, so as well. on on that free kick that they got sarah did you um did you see what you'd given the foul for because it was oh, a foul i think ben had caused the foul um and then when they took the free kick it was almost like the referee suddenly realized hang on, I've given that free kick in the fifth minute of added time of three. And then all of a sudden, as the ball came in, oh, yeah, there's, there's a foul. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what foul? No one touched anyone. Yeah, I was at Bradford, <laughs> actually. Um, I wasn't quite sure what was going on there. Um, yeah, I was saying to my mates, what's going on here? Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was just like, oh, we, we, we need to make sure they don't score from this because I'll be in all sorts of trouble. There were a lot um, of free kicks for like, it, as soon as we got into their penalty box for, and we couldn't work out what any of them were for. And, and to be honest, both ways, they, they, he gave a few against them and it, it was, yeah, bizarre. It didn't seem to be anything um, in it at all. Well, 
<laughs> that's easier to accept than um, the ref on Tuesday night is when, when he's giving the, the free kicks bizarrely for both directions and you're like, hang on, he's just he's just been rubbish. That's fine. You can handle that. Um, it's when you're being rubbish one way that you can be like, this doesn't seem, this doesn't seem right. Um, but we came out quite well. And as I think as you mentioned, the corner one where Harry had it, it wasn't, wasn't exactly the most powerful header, but it was goal bound and the keeper had to make a save. Keeper, who, by the way, was in team of the week on at least one of the things that do team of the week. Um, so that's always nice than the opposition keepers team of the week. Um, and I think Harry had another chance as well. Um, I'm not sure if that's the first half or second half where he cut in. The first half, I think, where he cut in. Um, but were you feeling confident as the half started um, with the, the intensity we were showing um, when we first came out, Sarah? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, what I had said was, um, towards the end of the first half, I've, I was feeling confident towards the end of the first I know this isn't the question you asked, but towards the end of the first half, I was feeling quite confident because we'd actually been on top of quite a lot of the game. And I said, if we score before half time, I think we've got this in the bag. And of course, we didn't score before half time and we didn't have this in the bag. Uh, and we came out and the second half kind of felt a bit different from the first half. And my heart kind of sank a bit after a few minutes. I thought it's not going to happen, is it? It's going to be them. <laughs> Same and it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, you say same old. I mean, there was some... Some I haven't actually watched it back, to them, but someone mentioned the goal might have been offside. I don't think it was. It was actually a really good move. So. Um, uh, there were some moans about Dino, and it's like he's made about six one-on-one saves. You can't I think about Dino, one of them. Dino was uh, had one of his best games since he came mm-hmm. since this this season. Since you know, since he came to us on loan, I say. Um, he made some really quality saves yesterday, and actually, I think he kept the scoreline respectable. It could have, it could have been. There were a few. There were, I mean, they, they could have had three or maybe even four. <laughs> you know, but he made some really great saves. So I'm, I'm not going to hear a word against Dino. <laughs> um, but yeah, Johnny. I mean, you, you mentioned the goal already, but you you were expecting it, and it came. Um, what what were you feeling at that point? Were you same as oh, that's it, Mazzaglia? Um, not quite. I mean, it, it felt a little bit like the, the Morecambe game where we went behind and we had the better of possession maybe and that was more of the play that we never, we never really looked like actually scoring. It, it was the same at Bradford. I think our heads dropped a bit. Um, like we, we, there does seem to be a, a psychological thing where we're just not quite 
Um, I don't. It's like we we don't think we're gonna once we go behind this. It's just sort of that's it. Um, there's no lack of effort, but it just didn't ever feel like we were going to come back into it. Um, the, the goal itself, I haven't watched it back. It definitely wasn't offside. There was someone who was offside who, who made no attempt to play the ball and then Cook's come through three or four yards onside. It's a good finish. Um, you wouldn't. It's not unstoppable, but you wouldn't blame the keeper for it. I mean, it's <laughs> you put on like one of the league's top scorers on a one-on-one. He's, nine times out of ten, he's going to score it. Um uh, yeah, is what it is. I mean, it, it, we had one good chance at the end um, with Sanderson, which he made himself, to be fair. And other than that, just really, nothing of note. It's kind of, kind of, game went by a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it must be difficult for the players because, yes, they've got um, a, a coach who obviously feels really strongly about the psychological side of the game. Um, and a, a, a Steve Salas is there. I don't know whether he's permanent or just consulting or whatnot. But um, it, it, you can't help it. You're a human. You cannot help it. When things are constantly seeming to go against you, you it's going to be difficult to raise yourself to go, OK, we've got to do this again. Now we've got a mountain to climb. Um, so it, it's going to be natural. Um, I mean, you mentioned all these chances. I mean, it, even that is as a snapshot of our season. He had a great chance, good save. Their keeper then cleared it out for a throw. Oh, that not keeper. The defender for, cleared it out for a, a throw on to keep pressure on, and the officials have said goal kick. So, no, it was. Where and how did that? <laughs> was it? Oh, okay. It looked. It, 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 yeah. no, it was. Oh, okay. It definitely looked to me like the, the, the keeper, uh, the defender, cleared it out. Um, I mean, at worst, it, it was um, a throw in to them. Oh, okay. um, it wouldn't have been our ball. Charlie, Charlie got the clearance. I think they did just it. But I mean, to be fair, the linesman had no idea. I mean, he <coughs> really guessed it, but it probably was just about out. And if it, if it wasn't, it would have been there throwing. So, um, yeah, no. Fair enough. Okay. I'll, I'll move on from that one then. Um, but yeah, how do you get over that that psychological everything seems to be going against us? It's not, it can't be as easy as just going, okay, it's a brand new game, it's a brand new day. It just has to take its toll. Sarah, what do you think? Well, like you say, they are humans. Um, But I don't know. I think I agree that it's not easy to do that. But each game, you can see each game as a separate thing. And I think maybe that's the best approach for it. Just because things seem to have gone against you in the last however many of them doesn't mean this one's going to be exactly the same as all the others. So I think probably that's the best approach to take. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I don't know what, you know, that um, what's going on with the players, um, with the psychological stuff and the coaching. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've read a bit about it. Um, it's quite interesting stuff. Um, I do find it quite fascinating. Um, there's different things that are clearly going to work for different people. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we've got quite a mixture of personalities in our squad, as any as any squad would have. Um, and I do wonder, you know, the sort of things that work for, say, Harry Butyman might not be the same things that work for Dean Guzanis because they're very different people with very different exactly. outlooks and different attitudes. So it's, yeah. it's quite interesting. I wonder what's going on there. Really. <laughs> and, and Johnny, your, your thoughts? Yeah, it's something really simple, but just win a game. I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem to affect us until we go a goal down. We, we seem, we've been a better team until we've gone a goal down in pretty much all the games since he's been here. And it, 
go that go that goal down and then we start to struggle really. If we go one up against Colchester, um, and we can push it on or, or maybe not against whoever it is where we get the first win. Um, hopefully Colchester. Yeah, let's make it Colchester. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, be positive. We'll get, get that first goal, push on, get you know, don't don't have it so we're hanging on with five minutes left. Inevitably, everyone's going to be thinking, what if it's another Doncaster? If, if we can keep being a better team, having gone a goal up, then you know, get get, get a win in two or three nil. So I'm going to not, I'm not saying we're the most comfortable thing ever, but just a little bit more than you know, <laughs> yeah, than yeah. We've been recently. And once you get one win, I think it will change because then the pattern's broken. Um, so I, 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 the last sort of bit of hope inside me says if we win this Saturday, we're still going to be maybe seven points adrift. But you can start putting on a board and Grimsby and Forest Green are doing better than us, but they're not doing, you know, they're not doing amazingly. So there is some sort of scope there. You just need to get that first three points on the board. I think you're spot on there, Johnny. Definitely. Um, what, everything you say about going to go down. And it is about breaking a pattern because uh, we humans, and especially football fans, we like a pattern and we always notice the patterns. And you do find that, you know, the same thing seems to be happening again and again. But as soon as the pattern's broken, it's broken. And, mm. you know, it's obviously a really important one against Colchester. And the week after, Grimsby are playing Forest Green. And the week after that, we're playing Grimsby. So it's mm. quite an important few weeks coming up. I mean, okay, every week's every, every week someone's saying this is the important one. You know, we've got all get to the must win, must win, must win. And then the next week someone says the same thing. But you know, this little run of games that's coming up, not all of which will involve us, feels kind of more important, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely leads to the, the, the business end of the season. Um, and someone did point, I think it was Tony actually in the post match said um I think in the next four or five weeks, we've got Colchester, Grimsby and Forest Green. Um, yeah, we've got Forest so, Green um, the week yeah. after Grim, not the week, yeah, the yeah. week after Grimsby. Yeah. yeah, so it's us to be Colchester this week, and then next week it's Forest Green against Grimsby, and then the week after that, it's us against Grimsby, and the week after that, it's us against Forest Green. Yeah. So this will be fun, so isn't it? This will be a good, good few weeks. But, I mean, I think Johnny mentioned it or similar. Every game, I know we haven't won a game in Steve's reign, I think it's eight now. They've been close. There's been no game. We've come away game absolutely battered. I mean, there was one game Steve said that's the worst we've played under me, but even that was quite a narrow defeat. Um, he's clutching at straws, and I know I'm desperately looking for positives everywhere. Um, but going to the games, do you feel like these are close matches? We these little moments um i know and someone else said you can't be talking about luck if you're if you've only won three or four games and 30 odd you can't be talking about luck all the time but it's those little moments the way the ball bounces this direction instead of that direction it does seem to happen against us more than others i know you said there's no it, it evens itself out Sarah, or it, it wouldn't be random but it does seem to go against us more, then it's more probably often. not just luck is it if it's if it if it's always yeah. happening against us it's probably not just slug but there is an element i think it's a combination isn't it um mm. it's a combination of luck and the other factors which makes it look like it's just luck but the other factors it, are at play as well yeah it's, it's yeah. what it's what you do with that luck that makes it happen one way or the other i think sometimes yeah and i think i said to, to jenny the other day it it's easier to remember it when it's important to you so when it's going 
when you're going well and you're winning games two or three nil, you're not going to remember these little moments because you won the game. You don't you don't remember. That's what it, I said but... to a Bradford friend yesterday. It's like, yeah, Bradford's fans. It's just another home win to them. They're going to go away, and we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Johnny, where, where do you sort of sit on, on, on the narrow defeats and luck playing a part on it? I think there's a part of it, right? I mean, the, the Wrexham game, you can look at the, the handball, which how on earth the linesman or the referee haven't spotted that is quite frankly ridiculous at this level. But then it, it's it's probably not a, a big thing over the, the course of the season. I mean, it, even thinking back to the Doncaster game, I mean, they should have had a penalty in the second half of nil-nil, I think. So, that, yeah. you know, luck's not why we're bottom of the league. Um, it, it might feel in the last couple of games like we're not quite getting the rub of the green. Um, probably from our own mistakes most of the time. I mean, we, we do give away cheap goals. The first goal we let in against Ransom was dreadful. Um, mm. The equaliser against Doncaster was dreadful. I mean, we, we the, the, the goal Bradford scored, you can play it half decent, but we, we've let in a lot of goals, which was just completely um, our own fault, completely our own making. And we don't take our chances, <laughs> which, is, which isn't really... I mean, you, you might find a keeper in good form with an element of luck there, but... Not really. I mean, it's it, it's something we, we need to change ourselves. The, the luck's not going to turn, um, I guess, is the, the bottom line. I think if you're expecting to lose, then you're going to lose, aren't you? It goes back yeah. to what you were saying, Johnny, about how the heads drop when we go 1-0 down. It's mm. not yeah. luck at that point, right. is it? <laughs> no. Right. So, Dino, we've already discussed, had a great performance. There was one block where um, the referee was wrong, but um, he got himself booked because he was arguing with the referee of where to take um, a free kick. Because um, the Nino was pointing, at, he was in line with the linesman, but the referee wanted him to move back. Um, I don't think ever in the history of arguing with the referee has the referee ever went, oh, do you know what? I'm so sorry. You're quite correct, sir. Carry on as you were. Um, so it's like, you knew you, did, you weren't going to win that, so just move on, take the free kick and pump it forward. But, um, but there were... For 87 people, there were an incredible amount of comments about the stewards. Um, what I mean, did you get a sense of were they expecting those London people to be really violent and horrid? Um, I mean, we've been there before, so there's no, never been any issues. Um, well, if what, it helps, what... my mate from Mansfield says they're exactly the same with them. Right. So it's not so, just London teams. <laughs> so what what was it? I mean, what, what made it so different to, to previous times? Or is it just the same as previous times and people have just went on oh, moaning about this? I, I thought they, they saw it as an easy win. They, they've obviously, they think at some point they've got to bully someone or make themselves look like the, the big man. And they thought, oh, there's only 87 of them. But there's only 12 of them stood up. We'll tell them to sit down because they're not going to complain. They wouldn't have done that. Wrexham were there the other week. They wouldn't have told a thousand Wrexham fans to sit down, would they? It's ridiculous. And they obviously just saw it as an easy win, come in and bully some people, um, you know, throw our arms around and make ourselves look big. And yeah, it's the complete opposite of thinking we would be trouble. I think they knew that we'd be no trouble at all. And that's why they tried to, to shove everyone around. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> the way I think there were probably more stewards um, stood up around the people they're trying to get to sit down than, you know, than there were people there. And it's just, yeah, I've never, I've never seen anything like it in my however many years, probably 10 years of doing away games now. Um, just such pointless arguing over nothing. 
like to try and get a group of you know, 20 people 10 people whatever was stood up to sit down and then that holds 500 people it's yeah unbelievable to be honest i mean it it, it pissed a lot of people off um understandably and it was a bit of a, a black mark on the day really yeah i mean to, to be clear that the um the comments were long before the result um, some even before the match started um, were <laughs> were coming through. So I mean, don't know what I don't know what what can happen. But um, I did tweet out the um, the complaints page because interesting that they got a complaints page. Um, and also um, Claire said um, message her with, with details. Um, I, I think some of these clubs need to remember this. This is an entertainment industry. If you went to the cinema and someone started screeching at you and shouting at you and bullying you you'd be like i have a refund thanks That's, i'm not having that um but it's a bit different when you travel all that way you can't just go no I'm, I'm leaving sorry um but football fans shouldn't have to just put up with this kind of nonsense um yeah definitely complain if anyone's got it and contact sarah or the complaints page uh not sarah sarah doesn't want it well sarah yeah, love, would love i don't yeah, want to hear sarah would love to know but um she'll just direct it on to claire pass it on to claire not sarah <laughs> honestly don't be sarah, sarah. Um, but we will move on to colchester um where i am fully expecting us to take a nice quick fire early couple free goal lead because i'm going to be late because Rosie's ballet um, is doing their awards thing at two o'clock and so I'm going to see her get her award and then rush off to the football um, so I will miss kickoff and I probably until 20-25 minutes in so I fully expect to come in if I'm going oh my god this has been amazing where have you been um, but what are you um, looking for in this game Sarah are you, are, you, are, you, are you expecting anything out of it or are you um, just hoping to get through it i think it's kind of coming it's been building up over the last few games this is me being really hopeful again right the way we've mm -hmm. played over the last few games not all of the last few games but a lot so all right let's 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 just say the last two games right we've played pretty well we've lost mm -hmm. especially Wrexham. but i don't want to talk about Wrexham because it makes me angry right so i think i feel like it's coming and the opposition we've been against has been in those two games although bradford didn't play great but we, we have to be honest, Wrexham didn't either, but we expect them to be a cut above possibly Colchester, who were low on the table. Um, it's about blooming time we did something. It, it just it just feels like there's a lot of bad luck going on and there's a lot of, you know, we're playing well and we're not getting anything for our efforts. Um, mm -hmm. We're all saying it's got to happen sooner or later. So this has got to be it, right? This has got to be must it. We, yes, must, win, must win game? Yeah, well, there's no such thing as one must-win game until you get to the point where if you don't win that game, then you're mathematically yeah. down or what have you. Um, yeah. But it does feel more important just because mm. if Colchester also drop points, then it's to our advantage. Not, I don't exactly. know. If, I mean, it wouldn't be easy to catch them now, of course, but it, it's more it, important than like Wrexham or Grimsby, or not Grimsby, sorry, Bradford dropping points to us. Yeah. You know it keeps I mean. them. It keeps them interested in what's going on as if well. If I've got to choose, though, I'd rather get a result of Tranmere because that's my birthday. <coughs> Tranmere did well the other time. Yeah. Back, back they absolutely did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, um, Johnny, what, what, what are you looking for from for, from Saturday? 
Yeah, I agree with Sarah. I think we're, we're playing well. We've got to win at some point, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, I'll probably try and convince myself when I say that. Um, yeah, it's a big game. Um, I, I actually think that it'll be Grimsby and Forest Green. Like, if we stay up, they'll be the two that go down. So I don't actually think it's the, the six-pointer that, um, that it might seem on the face of it. But we just, a win from anywhere and everything suddenly changes. We, we could be, uh, in an ideal world, four points adrift by five o'clock on Saturday. We still want to play Grimsby in a couple of weeks. I mean, they've just lost 5-1 home to Doncaster, haven't they? So they're, you know, they're not exactly flying by. You, you never know. Um, but, yeah, if we can just keep these performances going, just a, you know, a couple of chances that are going wide or going to the keeper, you know, find the back of the net um, and just cut out the mistakes, which we, I know we've been saying all season. But, <laughs> but I mean, we are slowly getting there. Um, yeah. Then, then, yeah, we, we, we'll have to win one soon. Um, and if we can get that on Saturday, then it, yeah, I think it, it just changes the picture completely. Yeah, I mean, on, on Grimsby, I, I'm massively confused because ever since we've come into the league, I think uh, David Artell had just been sacked by Crew, and all I ever heard every time a manager was um, or a club was looking for a new manager, David Artell, David Artell, David Artell. It's like how I've been hearing this bloke this should be given a job for two years. And he's never actually got a job. And everyone's like, oh, he's a great manager, he's a great manager. And he's coming to Grimsby. And already Grimsby fans are going, yeah, get rid of him. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. I'm like, this is a, a person who's been out of work and he's the greatest manager ever. And as soon as he's in work, he's like, yep, that's it. Job him off. <laughs> get rid. Grimsby um, do like to sack a manager, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And they were one of the clubs that when we were changing manager, them and Colchester, everyone's going, but they've already appointed the managers. And it's like, yeah, they've got a process. They know how to do this. We, we, we've never done this before. So give, give us a chance. Um, I don't think you two are in my prediction league, but we're going to um, pop up the thing for the prediction league. Uh, the top of the prediction league is Andy and Paul. They're both on 106 points. Um, so I think Andy may have got some lack of goals correct. Um, boo to both of them. Um, but the code is on the screen if anyone wants to join. Um, it's mostly just for fun at the moment because um, you won't catch up by now, um, but you'll get a head start for next season. Um, so if you want to join, jump on there. But uh, Johnny, what, what's your um, what's your prediction? Um, well, inevitably, Ali Smith will score, won't he? So we'll, we'll win 3-1. <laughs> 3-1 for Ali. Okay. And I'll, all our three goals coming in the first 15, 20 minutes. That would do for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Sarah, what do you think? Weirdly enough, I was going to say three one as well. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really think we're going to win three one, but I'm going to say it because then that will okay. make it happen, right? That's how these things work, isn't it? Yeah. Well, despite what I expect, in goals nice and early, and everyone sitting there nice and relaxed by the time I rock up, um, I, I'm going to hope for a nervy two one with both goals coming in the last few minutes to just give us that thing of. Okay, we have come back from a goal behind. We can do it and get that extra psychological boost. So I'm going to go 2-1. Um, I wouldn't and, mind a 3-2, actually. That'd be exciting. Or 3-2. Oh, yeah, go on. Go change that three, to 3-2. Go on. Yeah. Have a 6-5 ding-dong. Let's do that. Give, <laughs> I don't want to give our opponents more goals, but it just kind of feels more likely. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, a couple, couple of quick things. I probably should have mentioned this at the start. Um, this lovely piece of artwork here. Is by Rosie, so um, she made me put it here and said I have to mention it. Look at the eyelashes on Jenny the giraffe. Look at that. 
Um, so that's got to go up in the office with all the other stuff that I'm not allowed to put up in here as well. Um, and I did mention already, we will be back on Wednesday, all things considered with a chat with Steve, where Johnny, I'm going to plug your book. I'm going to get your book in there. Um, because I listened to another one of his interviews and he mentioned one of the exact same things that you said in your book about the, it's no good catching people as they, or dealing with people as they fall off the cliff. It's stopping mm. them going to the cliff. And I was like, mm. okay, he mentioned that. And I was like, hang on, no, I swear that was in Johnny's book. So I'm going to get a real cheap plug in there as well. So I hope Steve's read, read Johnny's book. <clears throat> well, it will be along the lines of, have you read, did you know, or we'll get a copy to you. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, it will be along those lines there as well. From me when he goes, yeah, I have. What did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was I wanted it to be rubbish, but it wasn't. So <laughs> I wanted to mock Johnny. I think I put that on my Amazon review, by the way, Johnny. I really <laughs> wanted this book. To, I really wanted this book to be bad so I could mock Johnny. But it You're was an annoyingly good writer, Johnny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Really, really cross. Thank you. praise indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, and also, as mentioned, got, got Lucy as well, where we will be discussing uh, very similar things. And it is EFL um, LGBT. A fortnight month? I have no idea what they're doing. They kind of it's a suddenly started. Is it a fortnight? Okay. For a fortnight. For a fortnight. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking um various bits about that as well. And um, it should be interesting because I have a very lack of interest in in people's genitalia. So I'll be like, what you do with it, I don't care, but what people's reactions are. I care that people get cross about other things. So um, it'll be interesting to hear some of the reactions because if you do follow Lucy on social media, you will see some of the posts are absolutely fucking horrendous. Yeah, um, so it'll be nice to, to hear how that is dealt with or not dealt with. Um, but we're going to wrap up this episode. And as always, we appreciate your attention and your feedback. Please follow, like, share, etc., etc. Something podcast on social medias. And um, thank you to Lucky Star Jin, thank you to Sarah, thank you to Johnny, and we will have a meet the managers, and it should be on Wednesday with both Steve and Lucy. It may be a mammoth one, or it may be very, very brief. We will find out when I talk to them. Uh, but take care, and we will catch up soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.